0: Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we are back, folks. We are we are back for another edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. Of course, I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, White Boy Malcolm X. And I hope everyone had a grand gay old time this past week. I know you folks who haven't made a student loan payment in almost two years. You are probably not having that much of a grand gay old time. At least when you heard the news that you're going to have to start making those payments again. And if you're out there going, Miller, Miller, how'd they get out of paying for that? Well, folks, it's the federal government. Back in March of 2020, when COVID was spreading across the country, when COVID Karen first started having her hissy fits, the U.S. Department of Education They offered folks with student loans the option of not paying. No interest, of course, and 90%, no big surprise there, or about 24 million people, they took advantage of that. You mean I won't have to pay on my student loans? I'm not going to accrue any interest, and I can do this for an undetermined amount of time? Hell yeah, sign me up for that. But unfortunately for you folks, That is about to come to an end. And, of course, now that I think about it, your women's studies degree, your LGBTQ plus studies degree, your BIPOC woke studies degree, they are still not worth the paper they're printed on. But your window for not having to pay on that stupid, worthless six-figure degree you've got, that, that party is over. And White Boy Malcolm X, before I forget again, the Summit Mistress said to say hello. Hello back. Really? That is all you have to say to her? Oh, shut up over there. I did, though, now that we're talking about the Summit Mistress. I invited her to record something for episode 100. Yes, folks, we are gearing up for a 100th podcast bonanza. And I think we'll hit that around Thanksgiving. I, of course, I turned all that planning over to a queen with a clipboard. Let that queen figure things out, get everything arranged. Speaking of which, though, queen, get in here for a second. I want to know what's going on for our 100th podcast. What is the status of our guests? Can you tell me that? I might have my pan. I might have my clipboard. But I am not here on demand to come over and talk to you two old queens. That is not a box I want to check. But for your podcast, Miller, I have already checked a couple of boxes. The first box I checked is that I have confirmed that the Buttigieg girls, that short pocket queen Pete Buttigieg and his low rent husband, Chastin Buttigieg, I have confirmed that they are coming to the show. And I have also confirmed that Meghan McCain is coming. And I'm already going to tell you right now, I am not going to speak after Megan McCain. The last thing I want to do is be in a room after Megan McCain's been in there. That woman's farts makes my nose bleed. smelling all that stink. She wants to know about what kind of buffet we're going to have in the green room. I was like, Megan, I am not going to check the buffet box for you, dear. The last thing I want to do is watch you eat nachos or chicken fingers. I guess that's what people have at buffets. I do not want to check that box, eating something after someone else has touched that food. And I have not quite checked the box, but I am not too worried about getting a dopey white liberal. All I need to do is put a BLM sign in your front yard. Dopey white liberals, they just, they flock over there when they see that sign. They just got a virtue signal, assuage their white guilt so I can definitely get one of them. Okay, Queen, well, thank you very much. Go sachet off somewhere else. She is going to be a huge pain in the ass with this one, I can tell. Also something to cover while we're at it. Happy belated International Pronouns Day to all you folks out there with funky pain-in-the-ass pronouns. International Pronouns Day, that apparently was last Tuesday on the 19th. It's bad enough that we missed Lazy Bisexual Awareness Week. I'm just kidding, folks. We all know that the lazy ones are the asexuals. But it's bad enough we missed that. Now we miss this one as well. My pronouns, of course, are head queen and head queen. I am the head queen of the Millafrost podcast. That is why my pronouns are head queen and head queen. White boy Malcolm X over there, those, those pronouns are gimp and gimp. You don't say anything, sir, you're a gimp. And the summit mistress, speaking of the summit mistress, she sent me this one as well. I suspect, folks, probably because I called her out for not sending us stories earlier. But she sent that over and she was like, she couldn't believe she missed it. She was terrified, folks, that she was going to get a ticket on a train to a re-education camp to get her mind right, just because she missed International Pronouns Day. I, of course, I'm like, Summit Mistress, you hang out with the two of us. Of course you're getting a ticket, a first-class ticket, on a train to a re-education camp to get your mind right. No duh on that one. And lastly, folks, before we jump into things, White boy Malcolm X and I, we watched Dune on Friday, a couple nights ago. I have HBO Max and Warner Brothers, for those of you that don't know this. They are releasing all their films in the theater and on HBO Max same day. It's perfect for lazy folks like us. We don't want to get in the car, go down to the theater. We can just watch it right there. But just to let you folks know, it was a very good movie. I, well, I enjoyed it. What about you, sir? You did as well. Okay, that's what I thought. I will say this, though, folks, and it is a slight spoiler. It only tells half the story. The movie ends about halfway through, I guess, the book. I don't know, folks. I haven't read that book. And the fun part with that is they haven't filmed the second part. Like the Avatar movies, James Cameron, he is filming like four movies back to back to back to back. He is going in, filming those Avatar movies, done. Warner Brothers, they haven't even signed off on part two. So that's, even if they're lucky, that's years away. So if you want to go watch it, that's fine. Like I said, it's a good movie. But, you know, you're just going to have to wait to see how it ends. And wait, and wait, and wait. Especially for you Timothée Chalamet fans who like to go see him in those films. That has got to be a bit of a tease. And yes, folks, I do know I give Timothée Chalamet a bit of grief over his name. But I will say this. He's actually a very good actor. He did did a really good job in this film. He's a very talented young man. But I will say this. They had him, for some reason, they had him shirtless in the movie, which to me is just odd. Yes, white boy Malcolm X, odd. And yes, folks, I know that a lot of people, they find him attractive, and he is. He's a good-looking young guy, don't get me wrong. But how do I put this politely? He has the body of a 12 year old boy, in my opinion. No, I take that back. That is a fact. Timothy Chalamet has the body of a 12 year old boy. I don't find that attractive. I know a lot of people do. You young girls out there, oh, it's Timothy Chalamet. You queens out there with the Twinkie fetish, oh, it's Timothy Chalamet. I can't tell them apart either, folks. But like I always say, you never get a boy to do a man's job. Or a man with the body of a 12-year-old boy. I'm just, I am not into younger guys. But if I were, not that I am, White Boy Malcolm X, who is that ginger on Riverdale? That, That strapping young stud, they got him shirtless on that show a ton. And folks, if it's one thing I can rely on, It's White Boy Malcolm X knowing the name of a hot ginger. This one, this one across the room with the ginger fetish. Between you and me, folks, he would bang Ronald McDonald if he could. But anyway, White Boy Malcolm X, what is his name? A.J. Appa. K.J. Appa? Well, that's a dumb name. K.J., not A.J. Kind of dumb. No offense, K.J. K.J. Appa. It is kind of a dumb name. But anyway, that one, that is a strapping young stud. And I think he and Timothy Chalamet, I think they're roughly the same age. One looks like a 12-year-old boy. The other, strapping young stud. Even if he is a ginger. But, you know, like I always say, whatever floats your boat out there. So anyway, to wrap all that up, good movie even if it's a bit of a tease, but let's move on. And our first story is from Pink News, those girls over at Pink News. Billy Porter launches into blistering critique of Harry Styles' Vogue cover, I Changed the Game. Now, I know who Billy Porter is. I've seen him doing some commercials lately. But folks, I have absolutely... Zero idea of anything he's ever done. I even looked him up, and it said he's a singer and an actor. No idea what he's sung. No idea what he's acted in. Sorry, Billy. So anyway, Billy Porter, again, folks, zero idea of anything he's ever sang or acted in. He is a bit butthurt because American Vogue, Anna Wintour, put that dopey closet case allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, Harry Styles on their cover, the first man in a dress on their stupid cover. Billy, he probably puts on a dress just to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. That is how much Billy likes to wear dresses. He got himself all butthurt that Vogue did that, put that idiot on the cover, and not him. So what does Billy do, being that he's all butthurt? He goes, folks, he goes over to the Sunday Times and complains. First off, Harry really hasn't done much when it comes to pushing against gender expectations the same way that Billy has. And this is what Billy told the Sunday Times. I personally changed the whole game. And folks, there is a period after every single one of those words I period, personally period, change period, the period, whole period, game period. And that is not ego, that is just fact. No, Billy, that is ego. That is all ego, and you're not fooling anyone claiming it isn't. And just to prove my point, folks, this is what else he told The Sunday Times. I was the first one doing it and now everyone is doing it. I created the conversation and yet folks still put Harry Styles, a straight white man, in a dress on their cover for the first time. That's ego, folks. That's a really, really, really bruised ego right there. That's all that is. Or, to put it another way, he's just butthurt. That little closet case, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, is getting all the attention. Billy, if I may even though I don't know who you are, have no idea what you've ever sung, no idea what you've ever acted in, if I may, a couple of things. First off, Harry Styles is about as straight as I am. And I, Billy, I am a big old queen. There is no mistaking me for straight, Billy. That's just how I am. Second, and no offense, Billy, because you and I, We are just a couple of weeks apart in age. You're a middle-aged queen, and he's a cute-ish, I guess to some people he is, kind of like Timothy Chalamet and his 12-year-old boy body. He's kind of a cute little twink. Who do you think, Billy? Who do you think is going to sell more magazines? It ain't you, Princess. Sorry. Third, I get the whole Hollywood culture and popularity contest thing. I really do. And I know you got to keep marketing yourself. Put yourself out there to keep earning those Benjamins. But coming off as a bitter old queen, going after Harry Styles like that, that is not an attractive look, dear. It just isn't. The last thing I would ever be doing in life, and it may just be me, folks, but the last thing I would be doing is having a public hissy fit over something as silly as this. I guarantee you, it was a business decision to put that kid on the cover. It was designed to get people talking. It was designed to sell more magazines. Billy, I promise you, if Anna Wintour thought she could make huge bank putting your gay middle-aged ass on the cover of her magazine, she would, but she can't, so she won't. Let it go, princess. Just let it go. This Dave Chappelle thing, I gotta say, that is not, at least for now, going away. And we finally, the two of us, me and White Boy Malcolm X, we just finally got around to watching it last night. You want to talk about a tempest in a teapot? Man, I even asked White Boy Malcolm X, did I miss something? I thought he said something really, 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 Horrible in here about transgenders. White Boy Malcolm X, of course, folks. He was like, it's only horrible if you feel the need to let everyone know you have special funky pronouns. Clearly, White Boy Malcolm X is listening to this podcast. Anyway, over at Queerty, those girls over at Queerty, they were on a roll about this. Their first story, here's the headline, Rose McGowan blasts Netflix staff who walked out. Whiny brats and fake activists. I have to say, I have to, well, I will admit this. I do love this woman. As gay as I am, I do love this woman. Now, I suspect she and I don't agree on very much politically. But man, you want to talk about speaking truth to power. This is a woman after my own heart. Listen to what she put up on Twitter. Dear whiny U.S. Netflix employees, I hear your feelings got hurt by Dave Chappelle and upset Joe Rogan didn't get your fancy school's language memo. Piss off, you brats. Enough of your fake activism and obnoxious self-importance. I think, and I might be a little presumptuous with this, but I think that she might have been listening to my podcast last week, and I only say that because that's basically what I said. Although I can't say it on Twitter, because I called Jake Tapper an hysterical drama queen. They threw me off that platform. But these Netflix kids, their silly fake virtual walkout. Oh, I'm just going to close my laptop and not do any work in protest. Doing crap like that, making everything about them. You're not allowed to offend me, or I'm going to have a hissy fit. Respect my safe space. And what's their safe space? Wherever they are, that's where. Surprisingly, those girls over at Queerty, they didn't really beat up on Rose for that one. But this next one, how's this headline? Jon Stewart has weighed in on the Dave Chappelle controversy, and Lord help us. Jon Stewart's another one. Not nearly as much as Bill Maher as of late, but every so often he comes out with something that isn't, I don't know, totally doctrinaire left. Like this, sticking up for Dave Chappelle, which we all know, folks, you are not supposed to do that if you're woke and white. What did Dave Chappelle say again, White Boy Malcolm X? Something like, gay people are minorities until something about they need to be white again. He was telling a joke about getting into it with some white queen, and of course the white queen picked up the phone, called Popo. His point was, a black queen, they wouldn't have called Popo, but a white queen, yeah, they're going to exercise that white privilege. They are definitely going to call Popo. And it's interesting, because with this one, it's the hysterical leftist white chicks, some white queens here and there, and white chicks with penises that are getting super butt hurt about this one. I guarantee you, folks, the vast majority of these kids having hissy fits, especially if they're over there working at Netflix, the vast majority make six figures, and are white. If BIPOC are involved, it's only to get an extra day off at work when whitey is acting up. They're probably like, ah, Jesus Christmas, all these rich white people complaining about pronouns and gender identities. What kind of idiot wants to die on that hill? But hey, I'll take a free day off. I'll close my laptop, claim I'm down for the transgender struggle just so I can get out of work a little bit. I don't say this much, but thank you, Whitey. Anyway, this is what Queerty, those girls over at Queerty, had to say about this. Because Dave Chappelle is nice to Jon Stewart, a wealthy, straight, white, cis male, that means everyone should cut him some slack for all the horrific things he said about the LGBTQ, particularly trans people. Don't you folks just love it? When the left eats their own, I bet you folks those girls over at Queerty—they probably masturbated to John Stewart's old show on Comedy Central. Oh, that John Stewart! Did you hear what he said last night? He is so edgy and cool. But now, folks, now that John—he is not following woke doctrine, not trashing Dave Chappelle. Oh. He's a wealthy, straight, white, cis male. What a loser. So you kids at Netflix, you girls over at Quirity, you all have fun with that. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to Bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at Bluenile.com for $50 off. Bluenile.com code LISTEN. This next one is for all you weirdo movie fanboys out there. You know, folks, those. Virgin pajama boys living in their parents' basement. eyeing at that sex doll in the corner. Playing with themselves, their Pokemon cards, their Playstations. Masturbating to Marvel Films. Masturbating to DC Comics. Masturbating to whatever the hell is posted on Reddit this week. Freaking out the parents, freaking out the neighbors. This one is for you, and it's from Pink News. Those girls over at Pink News, as if those girls over at queerity weren't bad enough. But here's this headline, Child of Evil Murder Doll Chucky Confirmed as Canonically Gender Fluid in New Series. Now I have seen one, maybe two of those Chucky movies, but there are a bunch of them about this stupid murdering doll. You have, yes folks, I did look all this up. You got Child's Play, Child's Play 2, Child's Play 3, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky. And if that wasn't bad enough for you folks, in 2019, they rebooted the first one, Child's Play. Kind of like a Demi Lovato reboot, but not as obnoxious. So apparently, though, there is also now a TV show on sci fi. And of course, it's called Chucky. And I guess on this show, not that I've watched it, there is some teenager. The character's name is Jake, and Jake goes and buys the Chucky doll at a yard sale. So long story short, these two argue. Yes, folks, a teenager and a murdering doll. They are arguing because Chucky read Jake's diary. And while reading Jake's diary, Chucky finds out that Jake has a crush on a classmate named Devin. Of course, he's a queen. Only a queen would keep a written diary In 2021. I'm just saying. So they're arguing over this stupid diary. The teenager and the doll. And Chucky, during this argument, he tells Jake that he has a kid. And that his kid, Chucky's kid, the doll's kid, that kid is queer and gender fluid. So the kid's a double pain in the ass. Special gender identity, special funky pronouns. Kind of like Demi Lovato but not as obnoxious. And no, folks, I do not know what pronouns Chucky's kid uses. So if you're hearing all that, TV show, teenager, murdering doll, arguing, gay diary, queer, gender-fluid doll kid, if you're hearing all that and going, Meh, Meh, what the hell is going on in the world these days? We are doomed! Yes, folks, I totally agree with you there. But if you think that is bad, guess what happened over there on Twitter once this news got out about Chucky's funky pronoun, funky gender kid. Well, if it's Twitter, I'm sure another nutty cleric in Iran threatened to kill a bunch of Jews, but hey, that's just fine on Twitter. Perfectly acceptable behavior to Hobo Jack and his army awoke virgin pajama boys, but that's a different topic for a different day. No, this has to do with the weirdo fanboys, fangirls, fan, non-binary folk in our tribe, our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. They went, they went nuts over this. And by nuts, they acted like they had the only ticket to a billion dollar lottery. Your ears would bleed if I read them all, but here are a couple. The fact that Chucky is an LGBTQ ally and supports his non-binary child most definitely sits right with my spirit. And another one, Chucky and Tiffany's child being gender fluid and being labeled as such is honestly the wildest and coolest act of NB representation in horror, LOL. NB, of course, is non-binary. And I'm reading all these and I'm thinking, this is the I have to see myself represented up on screen or I'm going to have a huge meltdown kind of crowd at work here. White Boy Malcolm X. Did I miss something? Is Chucky real? Hold on a second, sir. Is that doll real? And did that doll have sex? I don't know. With another doll, with a human. And did that doll, Chucky, have a child? In real life, did that happen? No. That's what I thought. This is kind of like, this is what it reminds me of, folks. It's kind of like those losers on Reddit and yes, folks, I do know that's redundant. Talking about Little Nas X surviving that fictitious blip in that stupid Avengers movie. But worse. In fact, now that I think about it, I kinda, maybe possibly, feel bad. Just a little bit, folks. Feel bad for making fun of all those virgin pajama boys living in their parents' basement, eyeing up that sex on the corner, playing with themselves, the Pokemon cars, the PlayStations masturbating to Marvel films, masturbating to DC Comics, masturbating to whatever the hell is on Reddit that week, freaking out the parents, freaking out the neighbors. You know, folks, the ones that make the Marvel Universe their universe, who have to live vicariously through those stupid films. At least the Marvel movies, to give them a little credit, as dumb as they are, they at least weave an interesting enough story which is carried through dozens of films and shows. This thing, though, Jesus Christmas. You non-binary folk out there, this. This is what you look for to validate your self-worth. A fake murdering doll with a fake non-binary kid. I hate to break it to you, but the only reason that's in there is because some silly queen who wrote that script, they thought that'd be cute to toss in there. That's why it's in there. I cannot imagine, and I know i said this like a thousand times before, but I cannot imagine looking to some dumb horror show, or any show or movie for that matter, to make me feel better about myself. Like me being gay is okay. Ah, Will and Grace is on. It makes me feel so good to be a big old queen. No, not happening here. But you non-binary folk out there who are gushing about this all over social media. Good luck with all that. Good luck with your self-esteem. And a special, no, make that a double special, bless your hearts. We have not heard from this woke chick in quite some time, Wipe Malcolm X. Yes, folks, Patrice Khan Coolers is back. And our story is from The Daily Wire. And here's the headline. Trained Marxist BLM co-founder appointed as a Los Angeles County Commissioner. So Patrice Coolers, one of our favorite woke folk here on the Miller Frost podcast, she has gotten herself a new gig. She has been appointed to the Los Angeles County Arts Commission. She also, and I don't know how I missed this, but she recently co-founded an art gallery. She goes from co-founding BLM to co-founding an art gallery. Now that is quite a career change for this one. Also quite a rebranding from social justice warrior. You know, folks, she is down for the struggle to art gallery snob. And here is a descriptor of Patrice Concooler's new art gallery. And yes, folks, I am totally going to do it with gay voice a reimagined art gallery and studio located in the 2nd District that is dedicated to shifting the trauma-induced conditions of poverty and economic injustice through the lens of Inglewood and its community. That definitely sounds fancy, if you ask me. Now, I hate to be a cynic here, folks. I really do. I do. But Patrice, let's face it, folks, she is a woman who loves her Benjamins. What was BLM? Now, to the dopey white liberal, BLM, that was all about being a dopey white liberal. Oh, I love the BIPOC folk. I'm down for the struggle. They get to virtue signal to other white liberals, and they get to assuage their white guilt. What was BLM to the useful idiot BIPOC folk? BLM to them, that was all about trashing whitey. Whitey sucks. Whitey is a racist. Whitey is the devil. All that good woke folk yapping. Yep, 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 yep. It's just about hating on Whitey. Patrice, though, BLM, that was a cash cow to that one. She got four houses out of that, folks, three of them in LA. She is someone who never, ever, ever has to get stuck in traffic in LA. And why? Chances are, if there's a traffic jam, she doesn't want to sit in. She's got a house nearby where she can go wait it out. But with Art, look what's going on with Hunter Biden. That crackhead, he doodles on a canvas like a brain-damaged four-year-old, and anonymous buyers, they're paying, what, around $500,000 for that crap. Yes, folks, I do know that's another con game to buy off Biden, Inc. Everyone knows that, but it still works. I can easily see Patrice, her doing some version of that with her woke art gallery. All the good woke companies, Nike, Delta Airlines, Target, whoever, rich white liberals who want a virtue signal and assuage their white guilt, they can buy her woke art to show how down for the struggle they are, get on her good side. Still writing a check, but at least they get a painting out of it this time around. You are a complete, blithering idiot if you think she's doing any of this out of the goodness of her heart. Not happening, not with her. That chick, she just wants more Benjamins, more real estate, and yes, folks, I do know that she claims she has to have all these houses just so she can disrupt white supremacy. But this chick, she wants to move on up, just like the Jeffersons, but better, richer, and woke As I've said a thousand times before, woke is where it's at for that. And for our last story, this one is from Fox News. And no, surprisingly enough, Meghan McCain is not in the story. Those girls over at Fox News putting that blooming idiot up on a pedestal, quoting her like she's Socrates. I guess they're on break from that one. But how's this for a headline? Ohio college student angry and scared after cisgender men installed radiator in dorms. Safe space. So right off the bat, folks, another one with a safe space. A need for a safe space. So this little drama storm, that happened up at Oberlin College. Oberlin, folks, is an insane asylum. It is literally a nuthouse of deranged leftist brats who pay $80,000 a year to run around trying to outwoke each other. Oberlin College is also in Oberlin, Ohio. And where is Oberlin, Ohio, I'm sure you're asking? Oberlin, Ohio, folks, that is outside of Cleveland. Of all the places, of all the godforsaken places to put an overpriced college full of spoiled elitist snobs, Outside of Cleveland, Ohio, that is not on my top 10 list. So it's just a second-rate, C-list, overpriced college full of spoiled elitist snobs. So one day recently, folks, the school, Oberlin College, the insane asylum, the nuthouse, they announced that they would be installing radiators in a safe space dorm for women and trans students. And when they announced this, They also took the time, because they know how their crazy students are, know how hysterical they are, know how foaming-at-the-mouth leftist these brats are. They explained to them that the folks that were going to show up to do the work, they would most likely be cisgendered men. So Peter Frey Witzner, and yes, folks, Frey Witzner is hyphenated. What do I always say about millennial Gen Z kids? with hyphenated last names. Every single one of them is screwed up. And this one, Peter Frey Witzner, he is, how do I put this, folks? He is a special kind of screwed up. And I am, folks. I am actually being serious about these hyphenated last names. Every single time I meet one, some kid like, oh, my name is John Smith Jones. They're all just a huge pain in the ass. All because, I guess, Mommy and Daddy couldn't figure out which last name to use. Decided a hyphenated last name. That was the way to go. Yeah, it is. Just screw up your kid. But anyway, Peter, he, they, zeer. After looking at a picture of this kid, folks, I can only imagine the pronouns with this one. The special gender identity he, they, zeer has. Peter had a Huge hissy fit because some men, real men, were going to enter the dorm to do some work. Who gets angry, scared, and confused over that? Not a queen, let me tell you. If I've got a plumber or electrician coming over to this house, folks, what do you think I am doing? First thought that crosses my mind, I'm sitting there going, they had better well damn send me some good eye candy. And between you and me, folks. They have, that they have, but not this one, not Peter Frey Witzner. He, they, zeer, again, folks, I have no idea what the pronouns are, and I do not want to be disrespectful about pronouns, especially since we just missed International Pronouns Day. He, they, zeer, get so butthurt, so triggered that he, they, zeer, write an op-ed For the Oberlin Review. What is the Oberlin Review? That is the propaganda sheet for that insane asylum there in Podunk, Ohio. And I'm not even going to bother reading from that. This kid, this kid is a blithering idiot. It's a waste of time. You know, we laugh at this stuff. At least I do. And I assume white boy Malcolm X over there. But these kids, this one, They are deadly serious about trigger warnings and safe spaces and trying to structure their lives so they never, ever, ever have to deal with anything that will rock their worldview that they are the center of the universe. I mean, how does this kid even go to the grocery store without having an hysterical meltdown? Probably doesn't. Probably has DoorDash or something like that. Bring him everything he ever needs so he never, ever, ever has to leave his little cocoon. This is why the Chinese and the Russians are laughing at us. The Chinese folks, they are hell-bent and singularly focused on one thing, becoming the preeminent superpower on this planet and running everything, knocking us off as top dog. And what are the Western powers worried about? Proper gender identity training for the military. Their soldiers, they are being trained to annihilate us without hesitation. And what are we doing? We're training our soldiers to use the right pronouns. Who do you think is going to win that war? So Peter, bless your heart, dear, and good luck with your train wreck of a life. God knows you're going to need it even if the thought of God is triggering to you. So on that note, since I cannot top this woke clown getting overly triggered over a radiator installation, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug-pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this Sunday edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Miller Frost, Joined, as always, by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend and a good start to your week, and we will see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.